Okay, uh, here we are. It is uh, July 5th, day after the 4th of July. Sure is. And, and we've did... been live for 30 hours-ish? Yeah, right yeah. Around there? Yep, yep. That's exciting, man. Yeah, exciting news. So uh, Mike and I have been working on this for a little while, so fun to actually get the, the podcast out into the public. Um, we decided that today would be a good day to kind of do a little special yeah. podcast drop for because, our re- for our release on friday yeah we had the yep. release friday this coming friday uh, yep. well this yeah this this episode yep. will come out this friday for yep. us so a couple of days um but i think the mixture of things we were you know fourth of july and we had all this kind of fun stuff going what you think of last night man you can't you got to enjoy your first fireworks so, in the backyard so I, of the I, just Kramer to, I just want to tell the audience that um <laughs> they do it right here in iowa i gotta tell you uh I, so I, I was part of the crew. We lit off, um, I'm going to say 40 minutes or 35 to yeah, 40 minutes fun. worth of fireworks. 40 to 45. Yeah, and there weren't long. any breaks. No. There weren't any breaks. And there was a bonfire going behind it. I was yes. I was tending to the fire as well. Yeah. Like it was, you, you guys fit right were, into the crew, man. Everybody was running around like crazy. Yeah. Nobody right. lost any fingers or toes. Yeah. Knock on wood for next but, year. But man, yep. there was, I mean, you want to talk about a, a show. Yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, it was as good as anything a municipality or a, or a city or whatever yeah. would put on, man. It was something else. Yeah. So me and a few uh, good friends, close friends, uh, Buddy Jordan, Buddy Steven, yep. Sean, uh, all those guys. So, We've been doing this Steven, for years. St- Steven's new, new uh, new nickname is EOD because he blew himself up. He but, did, but he's he fine. A, he's fine. He's very agile. Yeah. Stephen is. He's a very nimble guy. Um, so he he was able to he was able to maneuver his way around the potentially catastrophic scenario with the. This close call. Yeah. But it was, oh, it was Joe, and Angie. Joe and Angie. Joe and Angie were there. Were there. Yeah, it was awesome. We had a good turnout. I, mean, yeah. I think there was 20, 30 people watching. We had cars parked out on the, the road out here outside our house. Cars like honking afterwards. Well, like, yeah. 10, like 10, 15 yeah. families, 20, 25 kids. It was great, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Kids everywhere. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. That's what it's about, right? Yeah. Celebrating and you had cars stomping and flashing lights and honking. And I'm yeah. like, and then, and then what happened this morning? Um, which part? Oh, yeah. So this is cool too. So obviously, I've got. I've we were our, our house is on a seventeen and a half acre lot, so we're pretty spread out. You know, we're not really in anybody's back really backyard too right. bad. But I always try to you know reach out to the neighbors. Hey, just a reminder, we're going to do our normal Fourth of July shenanigans, and it's going to get loud if you if, if you need to leave town. This is a good time, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, and I got so many cool texts back yesterday, like, "Hey, man, we're excited because now this has become a tradition for them too, right? People are hanging out in lawn chairs, watching from their backyard." And uh, I got a lot of texts. I guess say, hey, we're excited. You know, we got stuff set up, ready to watch. And then this morning, like one of my, I would consider to be a little bit more elderly neighbors that I did not reach out to. I kind of forgot, you know, and, and she reached out to me this morning with this really nice text. Like I had a great time watching the beautiful fireworks. You guys do such a great job. And I really appreciate being able to not just not go anywhere and stay home and watch the show. And it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, you know, I like, yeah. like as much as we think that, you know, it bothers people. Yeah. Or... And, and, and I get it, dude. We, you know, we always try to keep ours. We, you said it, it was like 40, 45 minute window. We didn't really light off hardly any fireworks before or after that. No, time nor frame. The, nor I think the we had a couple before. before. Or, yeah, yeah. Nothing the, the right. previous weekend. So we try to at least keep it to a, you know, that, that hour, two hour window right around sunset on the 4th of July. But it's a great, it's a great reason to get people together. You know, my, my dad and his, yeah. his, wife my stepmom lane they yeah, came and your sisters brothers sisters yeah amber had some family yeah. come and uh so yeah it's great man family friends a lot of close people and and it really honestly man for me i forget sometimes like i take for granted sometimes like what a great circle of friends and family that i have yeah you know yeah. it's easy to like take that for granted and then you get all those people together and i realize like man how i've got and such it's a blast a, everybody's having a good time yeah and such everybody's a blessing you know, people people yeah. that care about each other want them you yeah. know want the people in their circle to be successful and and that's been such an important part of my life man so it's just a, that's a cool reminder yesterday to get everyone in one area and one group and right um, some of these people dude that's like the one time i see them you know we don't get together there's a bunch of people catching up and this, that, and the other. I thought, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, it is. It is cool. So yeah. It was great. So it's interesting though. It, you know, I looked at it from the perspective of, you know, cause we're out, out over there on the other side of the pond, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're separated we're from everybody. Our yeah. Asses off. Right? Yeah, it was hot, yeah. And it was, I mean, especially next to the fire, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. We got the light going back there. But I'm like, I'm like, we're not seeing any of this because we're running around. We're, we're, we're loading tubes. We're lighting. We're, I mean, everybody's I'm on the fire. Like every, we're running around. Yeah. Like, and it's, just for all the kids in the family. Yeah. And they took videos and we watched it afterward, right? But like, and I, and yeah, I, know, we, have, we have a totally different perspective. Yeah. yeah. From the, from the back I mean, end. You hardly yeah. see it. 
No, yeah, you're mostly trying to just watch and make sure you're not screwing anything yeah, up. Yeah, and you're not blowing yourself up. <laughs> yeah, and right. we had a couple of really small, like, little grass fires that start. You know, we always have somebody watching to make when sure. The, when, the, when they tipped over. Yes, yes, we had some. <laughs> then me, yeah. me, at the end, me and we there was a few left over. Jordan and I started lighting some oil and came right at us. Yes. <laughs> yes, like, I think the small like Matrix away CC, from it. Yeah, the 110cc <laughs> dirt bike took a, took a shot from a firework <laughs> yesterday. Uh, that's all part of the fun, but again, we, we do, we, you know, we, and just so people know too, we do, uh, obviously, you know, I ran a business that was very safety driven, you know, with doing a lot of construction work and dangerous construction work. So it's great, man. Cause the group of guys that we have, we do a little safety get together before we do this every year. We talk about the plan. Hey, what are we going to do? If something happens, you know, we've got five gallon buckets of water and we've got, you yeah. know, we've got a, no, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's an action plan. No, if, yeah. if we do have a really bad situation happen, which is important for people to, to mm -hmm. know that, um, we put some time into it, right? Yeah. We want to do it right. Obviously, nothing would screw up the night worse than if we had a somebody get hurt right, or right. you know something bad happen. So we well, always want to make sure wood. we're doing it right. It's beautiful, man, having this huge pond. I feel like yeah. we just we just start shoving stuff in there if if we have to to put yeah. fires out. Well, and, that's what I said. I said <laughs> you said, hey, what happens if they fall over to start shooting at you? I'm in jumping the water. in the pond. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm swimming <laughs> as deep as I can. Yep. Get your snorkel out. That's right. Um, all right, cool. Well, just, uh, so yeah, happy fourth to everybody that's out there. Hopefully you guys all had a good fourth yeah. week. I know it'll be a few days before you guys see this, but, um, let's talk a little bit. So there was some inspiration that kind of came from this independence day uh, discussion, which obviously is, you know, it's about our, our separation from our, our, our independence, right? Our independence. Yeah. yeah. It's the cleanest, easiest way to say it. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously a lot of that in our, our American history comes from the Declaration of Independence, right? And there's, I think a lot of people have a very high level understanding of the Declaration of Independence, but I think there's a lot in there that a lot of people really don't take the time to go back and, and read back through or to truly understand. And I think this was a great idea because you brought this up this morning when we got up and said, hey, man this is something we got to talk about. Yeah. And, and you and I have talked about this some, but so yeah, go ahead. Tell us a little bit. Yeah, about no, I mean, I mean we all, we all look and I mean, even our, uh, even our logo on our Instagram page is we, is the, we, the people. Yes. Uh, 300 blackout. Yes. Right? That yep. 300 blackout rifle with, from Hulk kinetic solutions. One of our great sponsors. Yes. Um, Thanks to those guys. So, so I mean, w we see that a lot. We see, we, the people, we, the people, we, the people, there's shirts, there's all this kinds of stuff, but you know, that's the preamble. And, and, you know, when you dig a little bit deeper, yeah. you feel you, you, you see what the then colonists, right. What they were, what they were angry about and why they decided to revolt and what, and what went into all of that. Right. Yes. And so, I mean, if you review, I, so I wrote a little song here. So if you review the list of crimes, yep. Right. That the founders had, you know, cited in their, in their break from the, from the crown. Yeah. Right. You'll see that the fed right now, the government right now is engaged in a lot of those same crimes. Yes. And, and those and, grievances, and there's how many, there's those, how many, there's a quite a few, there's right? About 27. There's okay. 20, 27. Okay. Grievances, yeah, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Right. 27 crimes. Yeah, 27. Okay. Right. Yep. And, and the federal government today is engaged in a lot of that same behavior. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm looking at this right now, man. Some of these are obvious. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, so, I mean. Okay, so let's go down. Can we can we go down through this list? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I made a list. I made a list. There's about 15 on the list. And I and, and what I said was, you know, the, the federal government's engaging in some of the same tyrannical behavior that it was in 1774, 1775, 1770, before, you know, yep. the revolution, before the Declaration of Independence was written, right, mm -hmm. that went into this. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you can go down the line on this, um, you know, restricting trade with those abroad, right? But we're definitely uh, not doing that, are we? <laughs> are we we drive our whole economy on global trade, right. it seems like. Making public records difficult to access. You yeah, know, we can't get free, shit anymore. Freedom of Information we? Act gets stalled at every turn, especially if, yes. it, if it involves something that they don't want to talk about. Wouldn't the right? censorship situation with social media and some of that would fall right. into that category as well, right? Well, it's like you're making, you're making public information skewed or difficult to clearly and you've see got, and understand. And, and recently you've got special counsels and you've got, you've got committees within, within the U.S. House requesting records from the FBI and the, and the, and the DOJ. Yep. And they're saying they're yep. not going to release them. They're going to stall them. You know, we yeah. talked about this yeah. on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on another podcast, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase deleting 47 million emails. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so there's Which no, now that we drop this podcast, will be after. It'll you'll, be you'll after, but, this yeah, after but it is what it is, right? Yeah. So, um, obstructed lawful immigration. There's no such thing as lawful immigration anymore. So, one, the system's broken. Yeah, And so two, broken. the border's wide open. And, you know, Mike, that's a good discussion, too. Like, I always have found this interesting when you look at American history, how important... 
immigration has been to our industry, mm -hmm. our ability to have, you know, labor and skilled labor and, and people willing to learn trades and all those things. And it's really gotten a black eye and it's become this discussion about illegal immigration mm -hmm. and how it's looked at this way and that way. And again, there was a there. I, I personally feel like I, I know it's always been challenging in certain aspects to immigrate. And again, I'm not an immigrant. I was born here. Right. But just from guys we know, you know, Zach and some of the other guys, yeah, you know, that yeah. have gone through the immigration process and, and hearing it from somebody directly who's, you know, entered the country at age 10, 11, 12 and, and how, what they remember from that process. Right. And again, that was, you know, 20, 30 years ago and now what it is today and people talking about trying to get their family here. The, the process has become uh, just a bunch of red tape that some of it is process. really irrelevant. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's broken. It, it's, it's just a, a typical government policy driven yeah. entry system. So, right? I, mean, I mean, I mean, so what happens is depending on who's in power, right. It goes to one end of the spectrum or another. Yes. Right. You've yeah, got, well, you're either in, just come on in or do whatever, build, build a huge wall. Yeah. Shut everybody out, which, which two fucking terrible ideas. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> Neither like, one of those is going to work. Again, two ends of that spectrum. Yeah. And right? why, how do we get that far apart, Mike? How does it go from here to there? Well, I mean, you can say that, you know, on the one hand, the people that want to build the wall, I mean, yeah. uh, and they're, they're, they're radical about building the wall don't let anybody in this is right. our land like like we have to be a sovereign nation some of those points are valid but there's there should be a legal process but nobody wants to work on it yeah right so that's a bit of an isolationist kind yep. of position then you've got the other end we're just let them all in let them all in yeah i think some of the driving factor is let's get the votes right but, sure. but, but let sure. them all in let them all in and we'll just figure it out well, well and you know and, the, the, and the infrastructure is breaking underneath of that absolutely the infrastructure is breaking and i was going to say you know, unfortunately, when there's no checks and balances in place, and I, and this is, you know, you, we could use this argument in all kinds of things. You know, we talk about the, the, the Second Amendment rights and gun control and all these other things. Common sense. Yeah. Right. I don't think any of us are against some level of regulation when it's about our safety and our safety of our kids and about building a, a safe communities in right. our country. But we go to these extremes, man, and it's yeah. like that's so well. If you're if, if you're if you're a business, yeah. right, and you have to hire employees because you're scaling and you're growing. Yes. What do you? How many employees are you going to hire? What you can afford, and right? what's available for workers, and what and, and what's available, what the, what the talent pool looks like, right? Correct. So why doesn't the immigration system work on some level of hey, look, we can process X in a given year. We can process two hundred thousand people. Yep. Adequately given our resources in a given year. Yep. So let's allow two hundred thousand people in. Yep. Legally, and then they'll get they'll they'll take their way to citizenship. I'd say, I mean, why don't we do something common sense like that? Why don't we do anything common sense? I know. Like? I, I'll tell you one of the stories I love in sports. Yeah. A lot in baseball, right? Because there's a lot of players that come from the Dominican, yeah, Venezuela, right? Cuba. Yeah. Right? I love it um, when when you when you see there was just a player traded from the Mets to the Angels. He's a third baseman. Escobar. Yeah, yeah. And he was traded and he missed his first game with the agent with, with the Angels because he was being sworn in as an American citizen. Yeah. That's really cool. It is cool. Yeah. That's really freaking cool. And look, you and I both know a lot of, I, was, I, I wouldn't say a lot, but I mean, I know uh, quite a few people that have a great immigration story of coming to the United States, finding the opportunities, taking advantage of those opportunities, building a great life for themselves, for yep. their families. A lot of people with a lot of gratitude uh, for the opportunities that we have here. That's one thing that, that really torques me, right? It's like we've kind of we've kind of lost that. Like the people who have had some history here that have kind of gotten comfortable, I think have lost some of that level of gratitude for yeah. our ability to, to have those opportunities at our fingertips. Well, I mean, you want to talk gratitude. So I had an opportunity years ago when I worked with a company, Transamerica, which is yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah right here. Um, that yeah, sponsors of Zach Johnson. <laughs> that's correct. And we played on crest again. Yeah. The other day and yeah. You got me by one the other I, day. Three, that was, three. It was three, right? It was, it was three. One with, yeah. So had, nine plus three is 12 18, total. So 18 total there. Six. Anyway. So, um, it was a little more competitive though than the it was, previous it was a, a, a bit more. Um, but I mean, when I worked with Transamerica, I worked with a bunch of offices, particularly on the West Coast, sure. that were that were very ethnic, right? In San Jose, yeah. the entire group of people were all Vietnamese, yep. right? In San Francisco, there was one of, one of the offices in San Francisco, the entire office was Chinese, yep. right? And that's kind of up and down the West Coast from, from San Diego up to Seattle, right? Yep. And I, the, the gratitude that they have for being here and having yeah. an opportunity, I mean, it just, you look at, you, you look around 
around the country and you look at people complaining about this, you know, this WNBA player, this, this play, this America is trash yeah. and you've got true immigrants coming in and making a living and loving it and thriving. Yeah. Right. So where's that disconnect? Yeah. Can right? we just ship those people to Haiti? Is there like a... <laughs> No, that's so not an option. Could, maybe. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like it would give people a different perspective. It would. It right? would. I mean, and look, I man, as somebody who built, you know, I mean, I built a, built a, my whole livelihood and, and you know, my, my kid's future on an infrastructure construction related business. And, you know, I have a huge appreciation for the level of infrastructure. I mean, the fact that we can almost, I mean, again, I understand there's still things in this country that we need to address, but there's not too many places you can go where you can't go flip on a tap and get water right. or, you know, right. have access to electricity or right. like these are basic fundamental needs that in a lot of countries, man, they are not accessible. What, and what people a, don't even understand like what right. a, what a, what a huge blessing and the time and energy, money and effort that had to go in to actually make that available. People just take it for granted. And it's like, dude, there, imagine if I had to walk, you know, two miles in the morning to go grab water to come home, like, right. so I could make food for my kids. You know, I mean, there's, that's a real thing. Well, I, I, one of the we're reasons, not very far removed from that. One Mike. of the reasons we were in Haiti, so I was in Haiti in 99 and I was there for half a year or so. And one of the reasons we were there is because the Army Corps of Engineers was there. They were building schools, building wells, painting schools. Yep. They were like building infrastructure and building drinking drinking water accessibility, right? Yes. Like they were doing that for that country. It's the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned Haiti, so that just brought it up. It gave yeah. some perspective, right? Right. But, but again, if there, was some, if there was some government or politicians who had some common sense and wanted to do something about immigration, they would get together, move across you know, reach across the aisle, whatever the, however you want to say it yes. and figure something out. We either have this huge problem of all these people and, and yes. coming in and the infrastructure breaking because the border is open or it's closed off and we're not getting the kind of diversity it, it, and, and, and yes. labor. How, how many, how many and amazing what, what, talented people are we, we going to miss out Correct. on Mike? If we Correct. just say, sorry guys, you know, Correct. there's a, there's a happy medium and a balance in there. And again, it needs to be related on lawful entry. Yep. We, so anyway, let's keep yeah. talking about these. So, grievances. So, that was a, that's a good, I mean, there's, so many of these two we you can know, get down into the weeds on which we will i'm right. sure today judges work for the for the monarchy not the people you know it's, it's funny how it's funny how in in all kinds of surveys and the recent supreme court decisions last month or last week in fact you know they break it out into the liberal block and the conservative block yes right yep so it's just it's, it's interesting to me i like this, I this like, one is good I, I like grievance too can we talk about that one really quick Restricting trade with those abroad? No, this is what oh. it says on here. It says, has forbidden uh, his government to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended ah. in their operation until the assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend them. So essentially just this ability to strike laws into place mm -hmm. without proper processes and channels and, and basically the people being in agreement that, yeah. hey, this is for our best interest. Executive orders. Yes. yes. Executive orders. Yes. yes. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like the student loans. Or like pistol braces. Yes. From the or, ATF. Or anything. Right? <laughs> so I can think of or, like 10 different. Well, yeah. well, no, no, but remember that was a redefinition. Yeah, that was yeah, redefining. Even though, even though it made 10 million people who were previously legal it felons. Made it, it made it legal. Right? Yeah, it made them yeah, felons. It made them felons. But that's yeah. not a law change. Yeah, how know. many people turned in their arm braces, by the way? Yeah, I saw. So I, we did some research on that. Did I tell you this story already? <laughs> no. So we did some research on that. And, and there's all estimates because you can't really tell. You know, there's not, a, there's not an actual hard log of these guns and these weapons that, that have these braces. So it's based on sales estimates from manufacturers and there's an estimated roughly 25 to 40 million pistol braces and with the number of registrations in the open period equal to 0.8 percent based on the conservative Good level Lord. so to me that's people going like yeah you know like Sorry. dude i'm not gonna all of a sudden allow you to tell me that i'm a criminal when i was legal yesterday yeah um and, and that's exactly it's, it talks about it all the way back in the declaration of independence mike right. like right. you gotta that's not right you cannot okay so anyway yep. God, yeah yeah no crazy, so man. erected uh, erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance wait like the eighty-seven thousand new irs, IRS agents oh yeah. Like, yeah. this is killing I me. I saw something, and I, this is not verified, so please don't don't take this as gospel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I saw something where, where the IRS now has more weaponry than the United States Marine Corps. I, don't, I can't find, I, I don't see. Are you serious? I can't believe that's true. I would like, hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, what's, a, what's, a carry, what's a sidearm for an IRS agent? Like a 10 millimeter pistol? Like, what are they? Probably a Beretta 9 millimeter or something like gun, that, right? Probably some. A Glock 19 maybe. Slingshot. Yeah, right. Um, keep among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislators. 
right? Yep. Um, protecting agents of the state from the consequences of their crimes through mock trial. <laughs> that mm. is, th- that happens all the time. Yeah. What happens to these directors of the FBI and all this collusion and all this stuff that's going on with, with elections and w- what's happening to those people right now? Yeah, dude. Nothing. They're retired. Not, yep. They're sipping a lemonade on their porch. That's right. Right? Yep. They're, they're, yeah. It's wild, isn't it? You know, exchanging text messages with Hunter about what, what they're doing this weekend. Right? Oh, boy. Right? Wow, that was, yeah. Yeah. For, for imposing taxes on us without our consent. I don't know about you, but again, I, haven't, I haven't consented again, to again, income tax, again. property tax. I mean, I do because I pay it. Right. But, like, how many times? I mean, I think about no, but this our elected a, officials do, so that's our representatives, right? Right. But the taxes keep going where? Up. up and up and up. And, you know, we talked about this the other day. You know, like the local option sales tax and some yeah. of those things for, like, you know, the improvement of schools. Or right. There's a specific project in a community they want to do, so they have a local option sales tax. We, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, and we, the, the thing came up with, hey, man, why don't those ever go away? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they we're going to up our sales tax from five to six, six to seven, because we're going to do this project. And the yeah. projects do. They happen, dude. It's great. You know, they, yeah. they raise money. Projects happen, but the tax still stays, it's like, even though the, it's like it's like toll it's like, it's like, well, wait a minute. Where, how long did we need to charge that tax to do that project? Because I, I, when I think about local option sales tax, that's like a one year, two year, five year plan, yeah. right? Yep. But you, they rarely do ever. You know, either there's a tax increase at some time to just catch that, so it doesn't slip out of their fingers. Yeah. But dude, they never go down. Ever go down. Well, when when you when you're making it, you spend it, right? Well, I was gonna say when you're spending more than you're making, you gotta that, that you gotta make more, that too. Right? You but gotta go like, find more. But it money. reminds me of toll booths, right? Like the yeah, Jer- like the yeah. new, like the New Jersey Turnpike, right? Like that disgusting road. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that thing's been around forever. Yeah. Right. And and the tolls are still there. The tolls keep going up I was every say, year. Now it's like twenty eight bucks or I'm something. I'm pretty certain that, thing, that road was paid for a thousand times over. I would agree with at you at least. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, here's some more. So for abolishing our most valuable laws and altering fundamentally the form of our government right that goes along with you know making you know erecting new offices yep adding branches right? and adding, adding more adding this yep. adding the department of x and the department of y and the department yep. of diversity and the department which, of which really is something we talk about a lot which it creates this additional red tape and all these yeah. regulations and guidelines and, and policies and how's it get paid for through tax revenue we right? pay for we it, pay for it. but we didn't we didn't consent to it no Right? I didn't consent to it. I sure as hell didn't. I wouldn't imagine uh, For you declaring would. themselves invested with power to legislate for all of us in all cases whatsoever. Right? So, wow. so, so their ability to just say, this is what's going to happen. And uh, whether it's an executive order. Would, would, like the, would like the COVID situation fall into that category? 100%. Because so they, read it again. Okay, will you read it again? For declaring themselves invested with the power to legislate for all of us in all cases whatsoever. So it, it was, it was forbidden. It, we were told, yes, we were told that we had to be vaccinated every, I mean, Bill de Blasio, that yeah. idiot in New York was giving away fries for people who got vaccinated. Right. We, I mean, there's so many stories, man. Like I stopped going to Canada, which it was a three time a year trip for me because I, you know, I was unvaccinated. I couldn't get in and you're vaccinated. I mean, this isn't yeah. about, this isn't about whether it's right or wrong. It's I about am. the government's ability to rain down and say, you have to do this, Mike. Yeah. And Hey, by the way, if you don't do this, we're going to pull these, we're going to pull these things away from you until we incentivize you to go with, are it's the same way that people strong arm people in World War One, World War Two right, era, right? Like right. Th- this is why these guys sat back in the 1700s well, and said, "Dude, this is something we got to be careful of." Right? right. We'll talk about strong arms. So why? I mean, I'll tell. Why did I? I I've told you the story. Why yeah, I got vaccinated? You know this story, yeah. I, I I had to go to New York City. Yep. I had to go to a business dinner, and I had to play golf the next day. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. With this yeah. potential client, sounds rough. That was massive. This massive client opportunity, right, or prospect opportunity at, the, at, at that okay. time, right. And in order to, for me to get into the steakhouse in Manhattan to have that dinner, I had to show a vaccination card. Yep. Now I'm not going online and buying from the black market a, a, a vaccination card and get my ass, you know, get, get my ass in a sling, yeah, yeah. right? Because I did, I did something illegal, so I went and got my vax. I went and got my shot. Yeah. And what's funny is when I went, I only had one, and I just showed the guy. He he did this. The, the guy at the door, he looked at it. He goes. Yeah, it just it just went like well, this and handed right back. You know, to man, me. I'm going to Canada for the first time here in, in a couple of weeks, and guess why? Because you can go. Now now. You don't need it. Yeah, now you it don't was, need it. It was you had to have it, dude. Yeah. You had fucking have it. It yeah. was like you're you're gonna and and now nobody cares. Yeah, well, and just like for, you can't tell me that in itself isn't a little bit right, of an odd. Right. 
scenario. For the right? record, we closed the client. It was massive. But yeah, but yeah, good job. So yeah, you know. So I mean, but I did it because I, I had to, because yeah. I had to go to a place and meet a person on their turf, right? And that's what you do yeah. in sales. Yeah, you go there and you you do the best. You, you do what you can to assimilate to that person's area, to his region, to his, and so there yeah. I am. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you, and you're, you're Mike. You're one of millions of oh, people yeah, yeah. that. I mean, I had, you know, at that time, you know, employing several people and we were, you know, we were just under a hundred individuals at that point. And I had so many people reach out to me and say, Hey man, are you hiring? Yeah. Are you hiring? You know, my mm -hmm. existing corporation or company that I'm working for is telling me I have to do this or I have to do that, or I have this many days to get this done and da, 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 da. And, and again, man, it was raining down from a federal government level. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it invested with the power to legislate for all of us in all cases whatsoever. Whatsoever. So what we're talking about, we're about to take a break. What we're talking about is if you read, and, and again, if you get past the preamble, if you read the Declaration yes. of Independence and you read the grievances or the crimes, you know, that the, the founders um, had implicated the crown of, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Our federal government right now is doing it, more than half of those same things to us in the in the right plain now, in the plainest right? day wide open and, and by the way I, I you know I in my research this morning I came across a couple of folks who were saying we need to write a new Declaration of Independence ooh I, and so that's, how do you feel about that that's a theory I, I disagree well, I tell you what let's take our break yeah, let's and then let's break. talk about that well, after we can talk about that and, and we have, I have a few more things we're going to go through a few okay more on the I love list. it all right, all right quick break thanks right. guys thanks. All right, yeah, we're back. And we're back. We're back from the break. That was a good break. Uh, yeah, so thanks to our sponsors, Whole Kinetic Solutions, uh, Custom AR-15s, and Mulligan Group. Navigating life. Navigating life. Yep. Um, so we're talking about we, we still had some more oh, grievances. Oh, yeah, 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 the grievances. And, and again, man, so Crimes. the grievances, just to kind of remind people if they, they're just catching up after the break, these are kind of these outset items that our forefathers basically said, hey, if we're going to do this, I'm asking, this is more of a question than a statement, mm -hmm. right? Because you're more educated on this than I am. But basically saying, hey, if we're going to do this and we're going we're gonna to go out on our own, these are the things we need to make sure that we don't allow by our federal government to prevent government overreach. Well, and, and I mean, these, are, these were the is crimes... That that, that were Correct. perceived or, uh, you know, or that were real from the previous from the, from the crown. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so this is, yep. these are the, 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 the rationale, the reasons behind revolting. Yes. Right. Behind the revolution. Yes. And so if that, if that made sense, then it probably still makes sense today because that founding document, the declaration of independence is what our country stands for. It's right. who we are. Yes. Right. And it's how we, it's how, and it's how, you know, it, dictates how government works and how the people have rights yeah right and and how those things intersect and what is forbidden and what is okay right right and we're seeing now that this government is doing all of these things that mm -hmm. the crown was back in the 1700s that, to that essentially forced a revolution correct and, and these people and going, this is, we're not going to tolerate and this. And something that you see on Facebook 4,000 times yesterday or the day before in, hey, 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 Brit hey, Britain, enjoy work tomorrow. Yeah, the right? memes. Like, I love 4th of right? July memes too. There's so many good memes these but, days. But, Did you see the one with the guy with no fingers? <laughs> you know, 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Fourth That's July, my favorite one. 4th of July is my favorite yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck but off. yeah, it was, I, I mean, so what's ha what happened then is happening again right now yeah. to, to a majority. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, happening, we, right, it's yeah, happening we, right in front of our yeah, eyes. Yeah, we think everything's okay. Yeah, so it's happening right in front of our eyes, Mike, and we are essentially, as a society, we're allowing it to happen. We're yep. accepting it and allowing it to happen when we should be pointing some of these things out. Like, this is the kind of stuff, man, that gets years in my blood boiling, right? Because I have, you know, when I picture our founding fathers and then the people who, you know, made a decision to, to come across this country and to go through this, this revolution, and obviously there was... I mean, dude, there was there was travesty, and there was there was bloodshed. There was this was a this was not a like a hey guys, let's go start our own union. You know, like it was right. a they made a lot of of I think mistakes. A lot of there was a lot of but but it was, they were obviously so passionate 
about getting away from that situation that we're talking about with the these grievances that they the were tyrants. willing to risk their lives and risk their futures and risk their well-being to say, no, we're not going to tolerate this. And and where is that? Where is that voice today? Where's yeah. the voice today that's saying, wait, 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 wait. I see all of this here that was very, and these are very clearly spelled out. I mean, oh, to yeah. me, these are not difficult to understand. You agree? Agreed. Very clear. Very. And, and that's why it's easy to see the they're violation com, they're, they're of these They're common things. sense. They, well, there's the answer. It's common sense. God forbid. No, and those, where, where are those voices you ask? They're isolated. Right. Right? There's not many of them. I, I and mean, they're censored. They're censored. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm so, sure we'll so get our time. I, I have a few more here. Okay, that, let's that I keep going. Go through, yeah, right? this has been fun, man. Um, so also it, scary as hell, yeah, by the way. Right? So excited domestic insurrections against us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages. Right? Mm. Now, mm. that's for that time, right? But sure, yeah. It, it, it incited domestic insurrections. Mm-hmm. Do we? Does Antifa ring a bell? Does Portland and Seattle, yeah. the BLM stuff, yeah. does all of that ring a yeah. bell? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. Does, yep. Does, does basically incentivizing. Does, does January sixth ring a bell? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I, and I don't care. I don't care what side you're on. But like doing those things, that's. It, I mean, one. That's exactly what it's talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're exciting. And inciting domestic insurrections. Yes. How does that work? And and the, and, the, and at every single turn, you see where yeah. the government was behind it, where the government kind of let it happen, or yeah. they even propelled it. You know, pallets full of rocks and bricks, right? Yeah. How, yeah. There was a lot of weird. There's a lot of weird. Dive into that situation. People, which is a whole people inside of the January sixth crowd who were telling people to go in, but they were federal officers that yep. you never hear from again. Right. Right. So there's all Ironic. of these things that the government is doing to to, to so, push. But, now, Mike, let me take, let me take this a step further yeah. because for me, there's a reason. Right. There's a reason that the government gets involved in this excitement of insurrection. And these guys knew it back in the 1700s. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. that if the government's doing this, if it's, they're taking this action, it's because they're trying to hold you down and separate and they're divide try, the they're, people. They're trying and to they say. they can see it all the way back then. Yeah. They're trying to say, look, you have gotten out of hand. You have not done the right thing because you believe in this or you believe in that. Right? Yeah. And then when you put your thought forward or you put your position forward, this is what happens. So not only do you have to go away, but now we have to put in safeguards and guardrails in order to keep the people where where they're supposed to be and or where we want them. Right. Right. So that's why they're doing it. And that's what the founders saw 250 years ago. Well, and this goes, I think that goes all the way back to like, you know, the Roman empire. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're creating these beliefs within people to, to separate people, create, you know, battles and wars and take over other, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of history that points that this is not good when this starts to happen. That's correct. Here's another one. Wages war against us. Right. Yeah. Ruby Ridge, Waco, Yep. Right. You start naming them off. I mean, I mean, this, this, this. Yeah. Waco. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. How many times has it happened where the FBI shows up and they're, they're in SWAT gear and they've got their, you know, they've got their A lot SWAT. more than we even know about. Correct. Right. I mean, we probably don't even hear about some of those situations because again, there's a, we kind of get pieces and parts of the story most of the time. Yeah. We've got the guy and his, and his kid who were uh, pro pro-life protesting in an abortion clinic. Right. And the kid, yeah. and something happened. Right. So they were going to arrest him. And the guy said, I'll turn myself in. And that, that very day, instead, they showed up at what, 5 a.m., yeah. armed to the teeth, kicked down the door, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Right. Like, how does that work? Yeah. That's another reason and, why and the there's Second a lot, Amendment there's a, is there's a lot of talk right now about weaponization of the federal government. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's it. Waging war against us, weaponizing the DOJ, weaponizing the FBI, weaponizing them against ordinary citizens. And that's not right. Yeah. And regardless of regardless of who's doing it, which administration, which side of the aisle, right? They're all doing it. Yeah. Because as we discussed, they're all in it together. Yeah. Right? Here's one for you. I want I want oh, you to comment boy, on this. This is going to be good. Plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Oh man, don't get me started on that. So I mean, you're not even you're not only talking about taking down you know buildings, structures, towns, business, small businesses. Yeah. You're talking about. You know, you're talking about the rifling the environment. Yes, exactly. I was going to say you're talking about the destruction of our natural resources to Mm -hmm. to for money. Correct. That's what it says to me. Correct. 
uh, it's happening. I mean, man, I, how many times, you know, exactly what I've been trying to do and what I've been doing. There's a, per, there's a reason, right? Because it's so obvious to see that we are being incentivized. I mean, I mean, so let's use this as an example. You want to do a, a, a development project now in a city, right? Anywhere. Almost every city, Mike, has got some sort of incentive for you to, you know, hey, we'll, we'll give you some level of tax abatement if you want to spend your own couple million bucks to do this project that's going to, you know, stimulate the economy. It's going to create jobs, blah, 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 blah. That's great. But do you know how little time is spent on trying to make sure that we are protecting or creating some level of natural resource when those projects occur? They go, oh, you got to plant seven trees, you know, out here in front of this, between the building and the street. What? And some of these are big, big projects. We're talking tens, you know, 20s, 30s, 50, 100 acre projects. And there's not a lick of. So, so again, man, we have all these policies and guidelines and all these things put in place that say this is what you have to do, Mike, and this is what you can't do. But none of them are related to actual feasible protection and creation of habitat and the environment. Right. Very. I mean, you know, water retention. I mean. Dude, some of these things are asinine. They're they're so much more counterproductive than they are helpful. It goes back to the a lot of the government policies. Right? Yeah, we're the, we're the incentives. Yeah, exactly. The, the right. policy is created by someone who is benefiting monetarily, not for the actual purpose of the policy. However, they get to sit down at night or lay their head on their pillow at night and go, "I did a good thing." When it's, yeah, when it's, yeah. When it's meaningless. Fuck off. <laughs> It's ridiculous, right? It's meaningless. Yeah. It's meaningless. Pisses I mean, me t- off. take it a step further. All of this, all of the green initiatives, yeah. green energy, you know, solar, wind, yeah, et cetera, yeah. right? Like I, out here in Iowa, you see a bunch of these, you see a bunch of these wind turbines, right? Yeah. You drive through. You, yeah, there's a lot of that. You, you drive through West Texas. They are everywhere. You bet. They are absolutely everywhere. You drive from Phoenix to Vegas. There's a huge farm right near the border, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I told you the story, didn't I? I about when I was working working with those guys at one. one well, I, that's what I, I wanted. I, to, that's where I wanted. To, that's what I was getting yeah, to. Yeah, but I, I, was, I was just gonna say one more thing. Yeah. I remember when I moved from the East Coast to Phoenix, and I drove across the country with my with my dog, which was the best four days of my life. <laughs> but like, but right, let's not get into the details. No, it okay. was awesome. But anyway. Um, I mean, I remember pulling into Amarillo, right? And I stayed the night there. Mm -hmm. Cooper and I stayed the night, right? And I just remember seeing a bunch of red lights. And I'm like, what is all of that? Oh, yeah. They're all in sync usually. Oh, they are. And I woke up in the morning and I started driving again on 40 going west. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. There were thousands of those those turbines. Thousands of them. You bet. And I'm like, holy cow. I mean, that's got to be producing a lot of energy. Now tell your story. Yeah. So story, and I won't say the name of the company, but one of our large local, you know, electric providers uh, that we did some two-way communication uh, infrastructure projects for and good relationship with these guys. And I worked with a couple of the engineers and we were out in a wind farm area where they owned all these wind farms. And I said, said just out of curiosity guys like what's the percentage you know of your guys's electricity that that reaches the grid that comes from you know the wind energy and these guys laughed at me <laughs> and they're like no no man this is for pr and you know there's there's federal government subsidy money to do this stuff so you, you know that's why so basically so so but we still burn coal for the actual electricity that you use yeah so let me make sure let's i under- cool. make sure i understand that and let me let's, let's follow the, that chain of events so there's a certain there's a certain population of people who believe that burning coal it harms the environment. It's bad. Sure. It's bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Just like there's definitely like, parts of it that are like not nuclear great, right? power is bad, even though it's really yeah. They not. just shut down our local nuclear power plant here, For man. What? It's the cleanest be, uh, because yeah. it, you know you don't know why. Can I explain to you why? Yeah, tell me why. The overregulation of nuclear power plants since like Chernobyl mm-hmm. has become so ridiculous that they had to hire so many safety people it, and it have became, so many people on staff that it became untenable. Un, un, exactly. Untenable. Right. So and it's the, it is so clean and efficient, Mike, like it makes total sense. Yeah. And, and yet we're sitting here going, well, you know what? Let's there's a, there's a few trillion dollars available for green energy. Let's just punt on all of that, that we've spent 40 years perfecting. And creating all of these these safety procedures, policies, putting these things in place, making sure we're following all the rules to create this clean energy. Yeah, hey guys, you know what? So Let's because, just go a different direction. So so following my, my, my little chain here. Yes. So that so coal nuclear is bad, green is good, right? Yes. The, that's the Inflation the- Reduction Act was nothing more than a giant environmentalist bill. Yep. Right? Pumping Correct. tons of money, tons and tons and tons of money. Oh, by the way, where's the money coming from? 
they're printing it and they're taking our taxes, right? Mm, yeah. So they're taking our money, they're taking printed money, right? That devalues us across around Absolutely, the world. Yeah. We, that's a the topic for a different day. It's an economic right? issue. Yep. Correct. But so they're taking that money and they're funneling it into these wind farms. Yes. And, and the guys are telling you because there's so much federal subsidy available or so much money available that they're just doing it for PR and they don't really work anyway. Or they do work. They work fine. But the, the power that it, it, that, that it produces is, is relatively nothing. Mike, it's as simple as the government's telling us to do it a different way. So They're incentivizing us to, to punt on what we've been taught and what we've learned and what we know works and go a different route. Now, yeah, Mike, let's talk yeah. a little bit more about the wind energy thing because this was an interesting part to me. You know, I'm a very, I'm a simple minded guy, right? Yeah, so the yeah, thing that always yeah. pops up in my mind is like, there's, that is a mechanical, there's a lot of moving parts, dude, yeah. in a wind turbine, right? There's, yeah. there's a lot of things that are happening to create that energy and it breaks. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a guarantee. I mean, mechanical items, it's not if it's when they always break. There's always a failure of yeah. some sort. That's just a natural occurrence of mechanical objects, right? Down. Yeah. And some stuff will go for freaking longer than we will. Some stuff won't, but the cost and the and the difficulty of working on the size, the magnitude of what those things are, mm -hmm. what it takes to actually do certain repairs yeah. if they have a turbine failure. And then the other part is when they dismantle or, or decommission these things, do you know that they basically just bury them in the ground? There is not a, there's no, there's no exit just, plan or, for when they de or it's like the story I told you about being out in the ocean or just the, like the oil rigs. They just the leave oil them rigs. there. They just Dude, leave them there. Yeah. Like when I was, I'm out fishing, you know, 40 miles offshore in Venice, Louisiana. And I look around and it's like being on Mars, bro. There, there's these giant huge structures all over. And you look across the horizon. If anybody's seen this out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And they're all abandoned and they're literally all just falling apart. Because of the seawater is corroding yeah, all of the corroding. metal and steel. And, and, blah, and, blah. And, whether, and whether the oil reservoir is still there or it's dry, what do you do with those rigs? They, as they're just letting them do fall apart. Do you deconstruct them and take all the parts back? No, they just, and, and, and again, they just leave like, them well, there. And all the cost of, you know, properly decommissioning these oh, the things. Cost. We, what about the cost of the habitat to the Gulf, yeah. right, of those corroding, rusting pieces of steel? Yeah. Right. And, and, and the, the, the aspects of that that we haven't even seen yet. Like right. you said, there's parts of this. As these things continue to fall apart, yeah. there's going to be more and more consequences that so, we're not even going to see for, I, for years. Forgive me because I don't know, but how many people technically lived on those rigs at one point? Oh, man. There's probably I hundreds of guess. people, right? Oh, yeah. And they had like a commissary and a kitchen and yeah, you bet. all that They're kind large, of stuff. Man, yeah. And they had obviously... They had, it's like being on a big ship. I mean, yeah. that's what it looked like. I've they never had, been on one, but that's what it looked areas, like to me. Birthing areas where people slept. I right? would assume, yeah. Kitchens, bathrooms, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We should I mean, talk to somebody that's been on an oil rig. Yeah. If you've been on an oil rig yeah, and you're listening know. to this, we want to hear about it. I mean, we've got a homeless crisis. There's a few few cities we can... We could just... Yeah. Look, there's a solution for every problem. Some solutions are better than others. Right. And well, some... Well, my solution's pretty shitty, but... No, no, but, but, but again, man, to, to, to turn a blind eye to some of the stuff. And then again, Mike, when we have this, this government overreach where we are literally creating policies about policies about policies, where was the policy when this stuff was built? You know, yeah. the oil rigs, the wind farms to say, okay, man, when we decommission these things or when we stop using them or when they, they cease to be effective, yep. here's what we're going to require because it's going to make people think before they go out and build... A hundred thousand of these things. Yeah. Because and right much, now there's no thought consequence. And how and much, what have, what's the exit strategy? Yeah. Right? And, and, and so take a Chevron or Shell or whatever. I mean, how much subsidy did they get to build those things? When, when the policy of this government was drill. Yeah. And let's, and let's get our own oil. Let's, let's be energy independent, which I agree with. But like there has, to be, there has to be a forward plan of what do you do with these things when the well runs dry. Right. There has to be a plan. Yep. Right. And, and why can't we allow ourselves to have different solutions right what's sure. wrong with with having some electric cars and having some combustion yeah. engines and having some solar power and having some wind power and have like it's it, again it goes back to this like well we're this is what we're it's the you talked about it right we're gonna lay down this this law that's everybody yeah right we are going to tell everybody this is how it's going to be done and it's not even realistic, Mike. It's not. It's like how, we can't even transition the entire universe and, and our society, at least in the United States, to electric cars. We don't have the in infrastructure to support it, and but yet we're trying to do that. Dude, our, you, I, you would know this a hell of a lot better than anybody else. Our grids, you know, the, the, no the main chance, grids yeah. that we're on in this yeah. country, the, 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 the handful that we're on. Yes. 
they're they're, they're already having brownouts and blackouts Correct. in places like California. I mean, there's a there, you know Arizona has had yeah. you know they have the the times in the summertime when everybody's running their air conditioner like hey California is the please, worst. Please do some of the stuff far. at night so that right. you're not you know right. Look, man, there is already a lot of strain on our infrastructure. Correct. We have a lot of people in this country, a lot. Yep. And as if we don't start to understand that we've got to have and accept some diversification within that infrastructure, dude, it's going to collapse. Yeah. And then what's going to happen, Mike? People are going to shit the bed. Yep. Our supply chain is going to collapse. Right? What if you can't go to the gas? We saw it. We've seen it with storms and natural disasters. You, know, you can't go to the gas station and get gas. How, how do people react? No, they go nuts. Dude, they shit their pants. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and buy all the toilet paper because they're shitting their pants. And I've always said this, Mike. There's only one thing that truly scares me. Do you know what it is? People who are desperate. Yeah. People who are desperate, man, will do anything. Yep. Right? And, uh, that, and anyway, when do, that's, and when, that's, and when do people that's get worst desperate? Case scenario. When do people get desperate? When they can't feed their kids. Right. Or, and or when they're, you know, when they feel like the world's closing in around them. Yes. Right. Yep. And, and when people feel helpless. Correct. You know, there's a helplessness that kicks in for some people go, I got to do something. Right. And, and they're willing to do something drastic. Yeah. To, to try and not, to and not a lot that. of people feel that way right now because they think, oh, everything's fine. Big government's going to take care of me. It's all going to be okay. And they don't realize that one of the reasons we're doing this, one of the reasons we're talking about the, the Declaration of Independence today is because this stuff is closing in around us. Oh, and it's happening again, man. When you started yeah. to point this out to me, because some of these things have stood out to me, but when you started really going through this with me this morning... It's eye-opening. Dude. It's like, oh, man. And it's it's so, so, again, it's so in front of our face. It's not, they're not even trying anymore to hide some of these things. It's blatant that we're being correct. told how to live our lives, when to live our lives, you know, who's okay to come in here, who's not okay to come in here. And again, man, it's all over the map. For imposing taxes without our consent. And that's all, and that's, you know, all this of them. Inflation Reduction Act is just a, pr- a money printing machine yep. that none of us voted for. Nope. None of us wanted that. It was done on partisan lines yeah right yeah they had a majority they made it happen yep and now we're now we're fucked i i would go out on a limb man and say that you have a very um you know a very strong resume when it comes to someone in this country who has done your time man and, yeah. and, and put yeah. your put your time in and and you know helped to fight for some of this freedom that you and I are really passionate about and what we feel like makes this country what it is compared to all the other shitty countries that are running around that, you know, wish that they were us. And I just, nobody has ever called, at least I'm assuming no one's ever called you and said, Hey Mike, you got a lot of experience. You know, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think? Yeah. No, uh, no. Do you think this is the right no, 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 solution? No, we're told. How would this affect you if, personally? If you, if you, so, so I engage a little bit in the political scene with, yeah. you know, with, with both on the state and the federal level. And what I get are emails from Senator Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it, or, or this state senator or this yep. state assemblyman or whatever. Right. And it's, hey, this is what I just did to help you. Yeah, well, you didn't ask me. And then there's a donate here button. Yeah, and, and a do- <laughs> yeah, donate now. <laughs> right? Donate That's now. Let's, let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep what going? The bad policy and the, and the incorrect decisions and the shitty ass bureaucracy in the swamp. Let's right. let's keep that going. Fuck off. Yeah, we always hear right? about it. We always hear about it after the fact. We're correct. We don't get the proactive discussion of hey, here's a here's right. a debate. You right. know, no, we hear about it. Hey guys, look what we just did for you. You should feel lucky. Yep. And again, whether you yeah. agree with it or not, and, and we've talked about this too, and not to get too far down, because I say this all the time, and I think this is important to remember. I think so many, so many of these, you know, policies, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, laws, they were put in place with the correct intentions. You know, the, the intentions of some of these things were to, you know, help with equality and help to just make sure that everybody had a fair chance, and some of it was to protect certain people. But these things have gotten so out of hand, man. And the, the people's ability to take advantage of some of these things has gotten out of hand. Mm-hmm. Not understanding that if we drive a blind eye to some of what's happening that we're talking about, these policies are going to continue to show up with yeah. us, without us knowing it's happening. Right? Until you go, wait a minute. around us. Yes. I mean, Mike, that, that's happened so many times in the last, I feel like, 10 to 15 years where you go, well, wait a minute. When did you know? When did the when did the ability to buy a lottery ticket go from eighteen to twenty one in this state? Because I was here, you know, six months ago, and it was eighteen, and now it's twenty. Like, that's an example of this dude. They're just imposing a law and saying, "Hey, we're changing it it's for the yeah. betterment of everyone." And again, maybe that's a terrible example, but that it starts with that. It starts right. with something silly like yeah. that, right? And then all of a sudden, it's more stuff well, what and it, more things. What, and things what, are what do up. children do? 
We, we both have kids. What do children do? Eat they test. And, and, <laughs> and get into trouble? They, I don't know. They test, and they test, and they yes, test. they push limits. And they push the limit, and they push the limit, and they push the boundary, and they push, and they push, and they push. Yes. Until they get smacked. Or, sorry, no no, no one's smacking their kids You any, smack anymore, a kid, they probably go down anymore, for Right, but <laughs> they, get, they get smacked. They get put in their place. And then you know, okay, there's the line. There should be right? consequences, There's right? the line. Right. And, then, and what's going to happen a week later? They're going to push that line and see if they, they can push Correct. it a little further out yeah that's all the, that's the, the politicians are children right and that's yeah. all they're doing is they're pushing the limits they're seeing how much will the people take until they stop and go no more right yeah and then they'll just wait and they'll go okay all right and then it'll start to push again yeah. right because something happens over here or yeah. there's a there's a there's there's an accident over here or there's something bad that happens in this state yeah right so now it's now it's it gives them it gives them justification to start pushing that line again right pushing that boundary yeah and they'll do it and they'll do it and they'll, and they'll have some sympathetic ears oh right? yeah and they'll do it until until somebody goes stop no no more right yeah. well that's been happening now for 150 years right it's and it's gotten really bad in the last 30 yeah, right. In our lifetime, that's yes. that's why we're doing this, yes. right? I that's mean, we've correct. watched it in our lifetime get to this like exponentially more progressive, dire state. Yes, and it's happening faster and faster and faster. And so, and so, we have to wrap this up because we're about at time. But I'll just say, you know, I kind of closing it out, right? Like that. That's fifteen, right? Fifteen of the twenty-seven grievances that Jefferson and Adams, right, that they wrote in the Declaration. And, and, and there's chances, the ones that we read off, that you guys, you see this every single day, yeah. right? You can think in your head right now of examples of what, what we talked about that's happening in your state, in your city, in, 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 in the government, in the federal government itself. And it's happening to you as a business owner, as a citizen, as a, as a salesperson, as, a, yes. you know, as an employee of this XYZ company, right? right. Like you see it happening. Everything we, we listed off, you went... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, you're like, right? damn it. They are so doing that. So let's get involved. Let's have the conversation. Let's, let's, let's get involved in to, to one extent or the other, right? And let's stop acting like it's not happening. Let's stop acting like it's not happening and that, and that everything is okay. Right. Absolutely, right. man. Absolutely. We got to keep talking about it. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, Holt Kinetic Solutions, and Mulligan, Mulligan Group. Group. Uh, thanks again to Idle Time Productions. Thank you, Janita. Yep. We love working with you. And so um, this was episode 2A. Yeah, two A. Right, so I like dropping the play on, on words that's there, right. and dropping on uh, Friday, July seventh. So we'll talk to you guys then, and uh, until then, have a great one. Yes, check out the rest of the episodes. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Take care.